Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 331. Oh, how great a grace it is to have a spiritual director. One makes more rapid progress in virtue, sees the will of God more clearly, fulfills it more faithfully, and follows a road that is sure and free of dangers. The director knows how to avoid the rocks against which the soul could be shattered. The Lord gave me this grace rather late, to be sure, but I rejoice in it greatly seeing how God inclines his will to my director's wishes. I will mention just one incident out of a thousand that have happened to me. As I usually do, I ask the Lord Jesus one evening to give me the points for next day's meditation. I receive the answer, meditate on the prophet Jonah and his mission. I thanked the Lord, but began to think within myself of how different that subject was from the others. But with all my soul I strove to meditate about it, and I recognized myself in the person of the prophet, in the sense that often I, too, try to make excuses to the Lord, claiming that someone else would do his will better than I could, and not understanding that God can do all things, and that his omnipotence will be all the more manifest if the tool is poorer. God made this clear to me in the following way. That afternoon, there was confession for the community. When I presented to the director of my soul the fear that seized me because of this mission for which God was using me, clumsy tool that I was, my spiritual father answered that, willing or not, we must carry out the will of God, and he gave me the prophet Jonah as an example. After the confession, I wondered how the confessor knew that God had told me to meditate about Jonah. Surely I myself had not told him. Then I heard these words. When the priest acts in my place, he does not act of himself, but I act through him. His wishes are mine. I can see how Jesus defends his representatives. He himself enters into their actions. Thursday. When I started the holy hour, I wanted to immerse myself in the agony of Jesus in the Garden of Olives. Then I heard a voice in my soul, Meditate on the mystery of the Incarnation. And suddenly, the infant Jesus appeared before me, radiant with beauty. He told me how much God is pleased with simplicity in a soul. Although my greatness is beyond understanding, I commune only with those who are little. I demand of you a childlike spirit. I now see how clearly God acts through the confessor and how faithfully he keeps his promises. Two weeks ago, my confessor told me to reflect upon this spirit, about this spiritual childhood. It was somewhat difficult at first, but my confessor, disregarding my difficulties, told me to continue to reflect upon spiritual childhood. In practice, this spiritual childhood, he said, should manifest itself in this way. A child does not worry about the past or the future, but makes use of the present moment. 
I want to emphasize that spiritual childlikeness in you, sister, and I place great stress upon it. I can see how God bows down to my confessor's wishes. He does not show himself to me at this time as a teacher in the fullness of his strength and human adulthood, but as a little child. The God who is beyond all understanding stoops to me under the appearance of a little child. But the eye of my soul does not stop at this appearance. Although you take the form of a little child, I see in you the immortal, infinite Lord of lords, whom pure spirits adore day and night, and for whom the hearts of the seraphim burn with the fire of purest love. O Christ, O Jesus, I want to surpass them in my love for you. I apologize to you, O pure spirits, for my boldness in comparing myself to you. I, this chasm of misery, this abyss of misery, and you, O God, who are the incomprehensible abyss of mercy, swallow me up as the heat of the sun swallows up a drop of dew. A loving look from you will fill up any abyss. I feel immensely happy at the greatness of God. Seeing God's greatness is more than enough to make me happy throughout all eternity. Here, St. Faustina thanks the Lord for the grace of having a spiritual director who can keep her on the right path. She does mention that it took a while for the Lord to provide her with that grace before stating once again how grateful she is to now have the grace. We can see the humanity of St. Faustina here. She can't see why God didn't provide her with a spiritual director sooner. Some of our questions will only be answered in heaven. Perhaps God was training her to rely on him when she was suffering through her doubts with confessors who didn't understand her. Now she marvels at how God will inspire her to do something, and then the confessor will say the same thing. God works through the confessor. A friend of mine from Scotland, Tommy Canning, is a great artist. He painted a beautiful painting once of someone going to confession, of the priest giving the penitent absolution, and of Jesus standing behind the priest pouring out his graces and his rays of mercy on the penitent through the ministry of the priest. It opens our eyes to the reality of the sacrament of penance and of all the sacraments because Jesus is always ministering to us through the priests. Here, St. Faustina also learns how much Jesus loves simplicity. He comes to her as a child and wants her to trust in him like a child. Jesus hides his greatness because he doesn't want to overwhelm us. He wants us to get to know him and to not be afraid. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year.
Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in diary number 1075, souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.